Good morning and welcome to AC23. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and joining me this morning is Garland Goodwin-Wilson, the Artistic Director of, of Moving Colors. Welcome, Garland. Thank you for having me. Good morning. So this has been a big year for o- OMC. It's 35 years of contemporary dance in Baton Rouge. Congratulations. Thank you. It's quite a milestone. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So you're about to have your season finale. It's Othello, and I believe it's the third Shakespeare production. It is. The third Shakespearean adaptation that we've done. We started pretty easily with Romeo and Juliet, and uh, very easy to understand, and then we launched into The Tempest, and... Uh, that was a doozy because we were doing nonverbal performance and mm-hmm. we realized that the story was quite complicated. And so we brought in Chancellor Zero Skidmore and he brilliantly told the story of Prospero and all of the characters that are involved from the, the, from the island's perspective. So it's all about this storm that has people, you know, lost on an island. Okay. And he became the island and created this incredible narrative. And we've worked together since actually the second show I've ever done. Okay. And love working together. And so he is back and he's going to help us. Uh, share the narrative of Othello. Okay, so tell us a little bit about Othello. Well, Othello uh, is a tragedy, one of Shakespeare's tragedies, and it's about a man that really loves a woman, and yet there's a really mean dude named Iago, and Iago really poisons everyone's mind around him. Ironically, they always call him Honest Honest Iago, mm-hmm. but he um, is jealous because Iago gave a position to somebody else, and so he destroys him, and he makes Othello think that his wife, his new wife, Desdemona, is having an affair and let's just say it doesn't go very well after that. Okay. So one of my favorite dancers is playing the lead role in this. Julian, right? Mr. Julian Mr. Guillory. Mr. Julian Guillory. It's going to be one of his finest moments, I hope, as he takes the leading role. When we did The Tempest, he was the young ingenue. So it's really been great to see how he's developed as a dancer and a professional and just to see him uh, with his artistry being being elevated enough to to take on the leading role yeah. and uh, Calvin Rowe who plays Iago he he's uh, a guy from New Orleans that's traveled the world and to see their interaction mm-hmm. as they develop their characters is really exciting nasty nasty powerful and lots <laughs> of fun in a very dark sad way. Okay, so who is playing Desdemona? Desdemona mm-hmm. is played by Lauren Abair, okay. and she's been with the company for over five years, and she is a lovely dancer, and she and Julian have been able to partner a great deal, so it's very natural for them to play the lovers in okay. this uh, show. Uh, during COVID, they actually reconstructed one of the duets from Romeo and Juliet, so okay. that was a great exercise to prepare them for okay, this Okay, so there's some chemistry there with with those two already. Great chemistry, great friends. It's okay. always great to see that happen on stage, how yeah. you can transform that friendship into something strong as a performer. Okay. Well, I I fell in love with Julian when you, you doing one of your kick it out 
several years ago. So I really, I'm I'm, going to have to go check out Othello so that I can see how he's progressed. Absolutely. All of you that are listening that are in Julian's fan club, we know he has the biggest fan club in Baton Rouge. So (laughs) him and Leonard, he and Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. He's a a young Leonard. He's he's, he's, he's the the next generation. That's right. That's right. So come and come and join the club. Okay. So when do we get to go see this? This will be Friday and Saturday evening and uh, May May 5th and and 6th. 6th. Okay. And it's at Manship Theater and Shaw Center for the Arts downtown. 7.30? It's at 7.30 and we're doing a short Q&A before at 7. Okay. Okay, great. And tickets are, you can get tickets at manship.org? Yes, you can do t- uh, tickets at manship.org, and uh, there are discounts for seniors and students and veterans. And then okay. if you want to bring a group, if you're a school teacher that's listening and you want to offer those kids some bonus points so that they want to go. Anyway, okay. if you want to bring a group of people, please email us at mm-hmm. contact at ofmovingcolors.org. We okay. would love to help you go. And look, if you're out there and you want to get to the theater and you might need a little help with your tickets, we would love to. We we love to provide. We'll an make outlet. it happen. We'll make it happen. We'll make That's it right. Happen. Okay. That's right. All right. So, part of your anniversary celebration, you guys had a big gala a little while back. We did. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, I would say about half of our galas are connected to our spring work in mm-hmm. theme, mm-hmm. and this was one of those. Okay. So the gala was Shakespeare and Elizabeth, and okay. it was at the beautiful home of David Manship. And um, about 20 years ago, he hosted the first of a gala that he does every five years, which is an incredible gift for our community and for OMC. And it's always so great and yeah. so much fun. So we had people dressed to the nines Shakespearean style and uh-huh. and then just dressed to the nines if they didn't want to go That's Shakespearean it. style. <laughs> and um, Bergeron's did the catering. Oh, my goodness. Everything from Quail Wellington to... Oh, my goodness. We had, we had poisson molds and um, charcuterie mm. out the wazoo and really really pretty fabulous pam really amazing okay and there was a guest of honor that night yes so uh, a few years ago we established uh, i guess you could say sort of a brand or an or an overarching theme for our gala so our gala is the legends gala and we wanted to take an opportunity each year and represent a legend uh, or honor a legend from our community last year was the first uh the second legends award and that was for chris thomas the musician okay and this year it was for Dee Dee Bro. And uh, if I can tell a tiny trivial story that was so <laughs> great. So the Legends Award itself is crafted by Steve Wilson Stained Glass. Oh, wow. Okay. And so Steve makes these um, this beautiful sculpture with pieces of stained glass and wood. And last year, I don't know the wood, but it was not driftwood. And okay. this year we picked up this beautiful award crafted with glass inlaid into driftwood. Oh, wow. And we hand it to Dee Dee that night, and she says, I have a driftwood collection. <gasps> Oh, and wow. so I don't I know goosebumps. if there was another human in the universe where that would have been so appropriate. But, you know, she's been an advocate for our community for years. She has. And the first time we worked with her, we were doing a, um, a performance for Keep Louisiana Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was at the governor's mansion. And we were... Um, performing as part of their theme. 
And really, they wanted the entertainment to be a little bit longer than we normally did. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I encountered Dee Dee. We, we partnered with them because we were using this jungle gym. And so she had her gymnast come. So we would dance and they would gymnastize and uh-huh. uh, they would do acrobatics and we would dance. And, um, and they adopted the soundtrack and music that we were using. And it was really a great partnership. And... Um, and then she was uh, an advocate in the fall for our scholarship program for our children's uh, work. Okay. And she's just been so amazing in the community. There's, there's, She's a good cheerleader for whatever cause she decides to, to champion. That's right. Truly deserving of um, some, some, an honorary moment or 20 in yeah. Baton Rouge. <laughs> so, so you talk about working with the gymnasts. So there is a definite relationship between dance and gymnastics. There is. I mean, dance can take so many different avenues from jazz to ballet. We we call ourselves a contemporary dance theater company because we do like to embrace many aspects of mm-hmm. theater. There's another genre people in Baton Rouge might not know much about, although there is a, 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 a course, a curriculum at LSU called physical theater. And physical theater is um, a nonverbal theater. Mm-hmm. So it might not be as abstract as dance um, and very physical. And so somewhere between contemporary dance and physical theater, it was just really great to have the gymnast come in and share the strength that they did and, and join with us when we were, when we were doing that. Okay. Well, you mentioned that one of, the, uh, one of your programs uh, is called Dance for Parkinson's. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. So about four years ago, I believe, Susan Perlis, who has been with the Baton Rouge Valley Theater for many years and is one of the co-chairs, I believe, at LSU in the dance department, mm-hmm. uh, Susan's husband, Robert, uh, has Parkinson's. Okay. So here is a rare dancer and mm-hmm. dance teacher for life who is very familiar with the disease and um, pause, go to another state, dance for Parkinson's or dance for PD, they call it, mm-hmm. in New York City is run through the Mark Morris Center and they certify people and there's this program across the country. Well, um, we are not certified through Mark Morris's program, although Susan's done a lot of the training. I think she could go teach. She knows so much about Parkinson's yeah. and movement. And so we're, we're really fortunate to, to be able to umbrella her program. So every Thursday, we have a Parkinson's class at 930 at Powell Moise. And it's also a great program for anyone that wants to develop strength and balancing. Mm-hmm. We have one woman that actually has had a head injury and she struggles with her balance and mm-hmm. it's been great for her. We have some senior citizens that come. They just want a more gentle class. The first half of the class is in a chair. The okay. second half of the class can, can be in the chair or you can stand and then do things on your feet. And um, so that's every Thursday. We also have special classes with the Council on the Aging and um, also at the Near Medical Center. Mm-hmm. And so the Parkinson's program is um, really taken a strong part of our community outreach um, okay. over the last couple of years. Okay. So I have neuropathy. Yes. One of our, one of our uh, uh, participants also has neuro- yeah. neuropathy. Yeah, and that... 
I'm not bad yet, but yeah. I'm thinking if I don't want to get bad, then I need to do something like that. Well, you know, I'll share a class with you any day. So <laughs> we could have fun yet. Yeah, we could. Yeah. <laughs> that could be dangerous, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, they like it spicy. And you know, the great thing about having Robert, I think, that's what I credit it, with a lot of the dance classes for senior citizens mm-hmm. are made up predominantly of women. But with Robert being one of the first participants, we have- We've got men. Yes, we have more men than women. And so it's a lot of fun because it's not just uh it's not just for ladies yeah so uh yeah we have a good okay. time in there I, I would think that as a as a dancer being able to do something like that is very rewarding well for me it it truly is I, I feel like I've been able to land so I've worked with and always had a passion for um, working with individuals with with different disabilities mm-hmm. and that started in New York City, I was um, asked by a friend of mine that had cerebral palsy to offer to have teach private lessons. Mm-hmm. And so it was very intimate. It was very vulnerable. And uh, we really had a beautiful time together. And then that developed into working for the McMains Foundation here and then doing school performances for the School for the Deaf and then even doing workshops with the School for the Blind and mm-hmm. um all of those were really, really beautiful to me, mm-hmm. um, but I never had that cause. And yeah. then when Susan approached of Moving Colors, or I approached her, I can't remember, it was yeah. because two of our dancers had a mom and a grandfather with Parkinson's. Okay. So they wanted to ask Susan about it, and then that partnership began, mm-hmm. and it's given me something to be able to to sink my teeth into and to go a little deeper. Yeah, You know, before it was, um, I, I wouldn't know as much about the disability, so I was doing my best, but I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I was a professional, and, and being able to be under Susan yeah. and watching her with all of her knowledge, it's a great place to grow, and it's a beautiful class. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. So... Um, What's going to be up for year 36 with the moving colors? Well, it's funny that you ask. I'm not telling you. Um, but I, <laughs> I have to wait. <laughs> but I, I think I know what will be up for the 39th season. Okay. <laughs> I, for some reason, I can't, I can't settle on 36. I keep thinking of the 39 steps mm-hmm. and like 39 steps of dance and okay. 39 site-specific mm-hmm. something or 39 little bitty somethings. And, okay. and I, I was like, well, three plus six is nine. Would that work? So um, so we haven't you announced- You can make that work. That's right, can, right, work. right. Paradigm, work. paradigm. So we have not announced our 36 season, um, but- uh, it's going to be a great year. Hannah Knopf is one of our dancers that okay. recently got her degree in dance and loves the business side of things as well. And okay. she uh, starts on Tuesday. Okay. And so she'll work with me. And um, I have such a kindred spirit with her because she is definitely interested in the business side and she's mm-hmm. definitely interested in the artistic side. And that's really where I was. And um, I, I just... I think they're good things ahead, good things okay. around the corner. Okay. So is choreography your love? Is that it is my love, but I do not do very much of it these days. Okay. So um I I uh I believe in our product mm-hmm. and to continue to make dance successful in this community. Um, you know, there's a great deal spent on gathering the resources that yeah. are needed. Yeah. And so 
I can hire a choreographer yeah. or bring in a friend a lot more easily than I can hire someone to raise a million dollars. Be- you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it's a balance. Mm-hmm. Yes. The artistic side is my, is my passion and, mm-hmm. um, also being physical. That's also been something that's different since I retired in 2012 yeah. as a performer, mm-hmm. just, um, making that journey to what happens after you're not performing, you yeah. know, you're not in the studio as much. And, um, so I've been able to fall in love with some of the administrative things as well. Um, just finding the balance to do both is a little difficult. Is it, is it fun to find that, that talent to fill those positions and kind of help nurture them along? Sure. I mean, I love to see one, one thing we've never made a formal program, but mm-hmm. we've done for years is really given opportunities to emerging choreographers. So uh, many of the dancers that are in the company will develop an interest in choreography, and we will um, we will allow them to present their work mm-hmm. as part of our season. Yeah, and many cities have formal programs for that, and maybe we will one day. But yeah. it's kind of nice that it's not. As formal, yeah, you know, it's a little more organic. It is, and it's it's. There's a freedom in that too. There's not yeah. as much pressure, yeah. Um, and there's not for either the new emerging choreographer or 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 me. Yeah, it's just something that we're able to develop in house. Yeah, and so we do bring in two to three guests a year. That mm-hmm. there's a there's a memorial fund that was established mm-hmm. for my mom, Margaret okay. Goodwin Memorial Fund, okay. and that fund specifically brings in beautiful artist from all over the world okay and then um and then we do so we bring in two to three artists a year Mm -hmm. uh to create work and to offer classes to the dancers and things like that and then we um we really do try to nurture young dancers and performers and choreographers as they're growing okay but now you did choreograph Othello. Some. Some not of much. It. Okay. Maybe okay. maybe less than any other show of this magnitude. Okay. So I feel like I'm the stitcher. Okay. Or if you are a dance history buff, I almost feel like I'm the Diaghilev that steps in a few times. But okay. we, we actually had four guest artists for our 35th year. Okay. We were able to do that through the Margaret Goodwin Memorial Fund, but also we received our first grant from the National Endowment for the Arts. Okay. And Congratulations. That, thank you. Quite. I've seen the paperwork for those. It's yeah. not for the faint of heart. It is not. <laughs> so, um, yes, I'm very, I'm proud, I'm excited, and I'm thankful. Okay. We were able to bring in four world-class artists. Okay. And uh, they have created an extensive amount of the work. Okay. And um, and then I am filling in the holes and the transitions, and okay. I, I'm the stitcher. So, okay. Uh, you make it flow together. Yes. And and that's probably going to end up being 25 to 30% of the work as well. Yeah. So um okay. so yeah, choreographing but but I feel like my my special place for this is to mold the clay and put the pieces together. Okay. Well, Garland, congratulations on 35 years of OMC. And this is your 20 Yeah, my 20, 25th, 25th year, with the year with the company. Big year. Yes, indeed. Yes, it's silver anniversary. <laughs> I got a little of that too. <laughs> yeah, well, shh, Miss Clarell is our friend. <laughs> okay, so Othello at the Manship Theater, May 5th and 6th, and coming up May the 11th. Circle your calendar. 
uh, from 5 to 7, to 7 p.m. is the official opening of the Derek Gordon and Rodolfo Rodriguez collection retrospective art exhibit here at the Arts Council in the Shell Gallery. Uh, Derek Gordon was a longtime CEO here at the Arts Council, and uh, he and Rodolfo amassed an absolutely amazing collection of art, not one particular genre, but all over the place. Uh, they just loved art, period. And so uh, come check it out. It will be up until the end, until the end of May. Uh, it's a beautiful collection, and we hope you will come check it out here at the Arts, at the Karasaraj Community Arts Center. And we appreciate you joining us for AC23, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>